Once again, it is a true blessing to be here. I'm Father Underwood, and last week you met Father DiCarlo, and next week you'll meet Father Cody. And we are doing a rotation, and we're going to try and keep you guessing who you're going to see next, but it's probably going to become very predictable after a while. Uh, We're doing this rotation to all three parishes in in a way that we can be fully connected with the Catholic family of Muncie. So it'll be nice to get to know everyone over time and Thank you for um, all of your kind welcome. Uh, I think this was the first time I moved into a rectory and I had a sign in my room saying, welcome home. And I thought, wow, I feel at home already. And it wasn't just the sign, it was everybody. Everybody's kind welcome, so thank you for that. Today, Matthew continues that powerful story from last week where Jesus witnessed Peter's faith and then named him the rock. We saw the foundation of the church built. That clear direction of mission was starting to unfold. And today, we have a stark contrast. Matthew shows us the reaction of the same Peter when Jesus reveals to his disciples that he is going to have to suffer, be killed, and then rise again. Peter pulls the teacher aside and reproaches him because of this. He essentially says to Jesus, this cannot happen to you. This predicted future of suffering cannot and will not happen. Peter was vehement in his response. They had been waiting for a powerful Messiah, and any insinuation of weakness was unfathomable. Not their king, not their teacher. But Jesus, in turn, rebukes Peter with harsh words. Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not on the side of God, but of men. These are incredibly strong words. They're words both true and extremely challenging. It's almost impossible for us to imagine our Savior talking to another person in this way. But he did. Get behind me, Satan, he said. Well, a moment before, the apostles had been blessed by the Father because he had received that revelation from him. He was a solid rock of faith so that Jesus could build his community upon him. And immediately afterwards, he becomes an obstacle, not a rock for building, but a stumbling block on the Messiah's path. Jesus knows well that Peter and the others still have a long way to go in in the life of becoming his apostles, and Peter was getting in the way of the truth because he had put on blinders. He would only see things his way not God's way. At that point, the teacher turns to all those who were following him. He had been leading them on the right path, and they followed him around experiencing the grace of being with the Christ. And Jesus builds upon the difficult forecast of his impending suffering and death as he says this, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross and follow me. 
This was as difficult of a truth to stomach as those words to Peter. Take up your cross. Follow me. Even though the disciples who heard Jesus say this lived in a different period of time and culture, they too shared the same struggles that each of us share. They must have been tempted to follow Christ without the cross. Maybe it's because they had seen criminals carry their crosses and they couldn't imagine themselves in that position. Or maybe their own fear kept them from embracing the challenge of the cross. After all, it's not easy to carry our crosses. Jesus has said so much. It's human nature to want the road to be smooth and easy, like Peter desired. We all at times want to deny something as horrible as the passion and death of Christ that it could even happen. We may even argue with Jesus as Peter did. No, no, Lord, this shall never happen. Jesus brings us back to something greater, love. He reminds us that his way is the way of love and that there is no true love without self-sacrifice. We're called to not let ourselves be absorbed by this world, but to be ever more aware of the need and of the effort to walk uphill toward God. Jesus completes his proposal with words that express a great and ever-valid wisdom, a wisdom that challenges the egocentric mentality and behavior which he saw in his audience, words that we can take into our daily prayer, and, and, and words that should be accompanied with a great desire for holiness. Jesus exhorts, whoever would save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. This paradox God inscribed in the human nature created in Christ, that only love gives meaning and happiness to life. To spend one's own talents or energy or time only to save, protect, and fulfill oneself in reality, this approach leads to losing oneself. It leads to a sad and barren existence, to depression and anxiety and loneliness. Living for the Lord, on the other hand, basing our life on love as Jesus did, we will be able to save our authentic joy. Our life will not be barren but it will be fruitful and graced by the Holy Spirit. In this Mass, we relive the mystery of the cross. Not only do we remember, but we commemorate the redeeming sacrifice in which the Son of God completely loses himself so that he can come to find those of us who were lost. Each time we take part in this Holy Mass, the love of the crucified and risen Christ is conveyed to us as food and drink, nourishing us so that we may follow him on the daily path of holiness. Today's challenge to Peter is an invitation for us 
an invitation to enter more deeply into the mystery of Christ's divine life. He is calling us to not be singularly focused on this world, but to see through God's eyes, to embrace all that he offers us for our salvation. A few years back, Pope Francis prayed publicly on this exact Sunday, and he prayed in these words which I commend to you today. Let us pray. May Mary Most Holy, who followed Jesus up to Calvary, accompany us too, and help us not to be afraid of the cross, but with Jesus nailed to it, not a cross without Jesus, the cross with Jesus, which is the cross of suffering for love of God and of our brothers and sisters, because this suffering, by the grace of Christ, bears the fruit of resurrection. Amen.